0: I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we are gathered on a day of great celebration. And no, I'm not talking about the annual meeting, or Groundhog Day, or not even the Super Bowl. Today, we gather on the Feast of the Presentation, the feast on which we read the story of Mary and Joseph being faithful to the requirement that the firstborn male, animal, or child must be redeemed from God, who claimed possession of every firstborn in Israel during the Passover in Egypt. Going to the temple 40 days after birth, was also required of Mary for the rite of purification. When they get to the temple for these rituals, the young couple, Mary and Joseph, meet an old couple, Anna and Simeon, who have been waiting their whole lives to meet the Messiah, who have waited their whole lives for the redemption of Israel. At that moment, Four adults gather around an infant, the light, the Messiah, and recognize that this wee babe changes everything. Simeon, an old man, righteous and devout, has been waiting to see the Messiah and knows that now he will be able to go meet his maker. Simeon's life has been a waiting for, a pointing towards this moment, He says in the words that we repeat each evening at evening prayer or compline, Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see. With these beautiful words, Simeon confesses that his work has been fulfilled. He is ready now for death. And the prophet Anna has spent 60 years or more praying and serving in the temple, waiting for the redemption of Israel. She finally meets Jesus and praises God, going forth to tell all this good news. In the midst of this joy of two old people whose dreams are finally realized, we also hear Simeon warn Mary that her baby is the future of Israel and that because of this, Jesus, a sword, will pierce her soul. All four of these adults, young and old, live lives that have been molded and shaped by their faith, their God, by their waiting for this infant who as of yet is silent, helpless, vulnerable. He will shape their futures, too. Each has a part to play, whether by waiting for him or by bringing him into being, by raising him, by remaining faithful to him. Each of them has an essential part to play in spreading the light. But none of them is the light. For surely Simeon and Anna will die long before Jesus grows up to teach and preach to live into the role that has been prescribed for him. Joseph will parent Jesus but will fade into obscurity mentioned no more in scripture before Jesus acts in the world. Mary, mother of God, Mary whose soul will be pierced, will walk with Jesus right to the cross and stand by unable to save her child as he is crucified. Each person in today's drama is essential, yet none of them is the point. Each has awaited the Messiah, yet none is the Messiah. Each helps foster the light, reflects the light, spreads the light, yet none is the light. How like Simeon and Anna, Joseph and Mary, we are. How often we live our lives waiting for, participating in a larger drama, even if we never get to see the ending, even though we are not heroes of the play. I think of all the great figures in history in the scriptures who lived faithfully in hope, who toiled, never knowing if they would get to see the fruits of their labors. I think of Moses, who led his people out of slavery in Egypt through the wilderness of the desert, who was allowed to see the promised land from the top of Mount Nebo, but died before they entered. I think of our own American prophet, Martin Luther King, who aligned himself with Moses in his last speech, declaring, I've been to the mountaintop. I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know that we as a people will get there. You see, we are not the light, but we are to point to the light. We are to play our parts, no matter how grand or how small. There's a wonderful prayer. It used to be attributed to Oscar Romero, but it was written for a mass for deceased priests. And it reminds us that the kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, but beyond our vision. So we have to step back and take the long view, knowing that we might never see the culmination of our work. The prayer ends this way. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We cannot do everything And there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and to do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. We are workers, not master builders. Every single one of us here is called to play our own essential part, to nurture children, our own or others to care for the elderly and the sick, our own or others. To create in the work God has given us to do something that points to the divine, to the holy, to the beautiful. We're called to work on pieces of a much larger project. And on this day of annual meeting, which is not the point of this day, but it is on this day, On this day of annual meeting, we can celebrate that we are part of a parish, a faith that has been nurtured and built by others. We can take comfort knowing that we continue to give and to serve, to pray and to worship, not only for ourselves, but for all those who will come after us. You see, we are not master builders. We are gardeners. We plant seeds, we tend seeds others have planted. We are not the light, but we are called to reflect, to magnify, to spread the light in our world. Simeon and Anna are part of a larger story. Joseph and Mary are part of a larger story. We are part of a larger story and we are here to play that part. Every time we put another ahead of ourselves, every time we nurture another, every time we give of ourselves and our families at work in our communities, here in this beloved place, we play our parts in a larger drama. We are not the Messiah. We are not God. But when we focus our lives on God, when like Anna and Simeon we wait on God, when like Mary and Joseph we nurture and serve God, we can be like mirrors reflecting light, like windows through which others might see and know God. We may not see the end, we will not see the end. But without us, the drama will not go on. And so, and so I pray, may God be manifest in all of us, that our lives may spread the light of Christ, the light to enlighten all nations, the glory of all people. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen.